Hi, I'm Craig O'Sullivan. Today we talk about Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the Baywatch movie, and how to save people. Hi and welcome to episode 14 of the Just Cause Audio, where we take a metaphor from everyday event, movie, or TV show, so we can learn to become better communicators, entrepreneurs, or just all-round better people. Why? Just cause. Today's metaphor has been drawn from the Baywatch movie, or more, more practically, lifesavers in general. But there was a part of the movie where Dwayne The Rock Johnson steps up and he's giving this great speech to potential recruits that they all wanted to be lifesavers. Now, a little bit of a background story of the movie is Dwayne The Rock Johnson plays, you know, the famous Mitch from the original Baywatch. And he's the, the boss of the beach, so to speak. He's the leader. He's the guy that runs all the lifesavers. But then the young brat, uh, you know, troublemaker uh, Zac Efron comes along and uh, he, he, he just assumes that he can just take over. He's, the, he's a, a troubled uh, Olympic athlete swimmer that just has a real attitude problem, has a real ego, and it's all about Zac Efron, or actually, you know, whatever, whatever it is, he's, it's about his character. But during this speech, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, or Mitch, gives this speech to all these potential re recruits who Zac Efron is actually part of, and uh, he talks about the fact that to be a lifesaver, we must sacrifice ourselves to something that's greater than ourselves, that we need to be on watch, we need to be alert, that we can't be coming to the beach for us, we have to be coming for the people because we are there for the safety of all those people on the beach. We need to be alert. We need to keep an eye out so that those people can play safely, so that parents can bring their, chi their children to the beach to play safely and know that they're safe. And it's just this ultimate uh, idea of we need to sacrifice to ourselves if we want to save people. And I thought about that and went, you know what, that's a perfect metaphor for personal development or professional development. And whenever I mention personal or professional development, let's just assume that we lump them all in the same because to be a better professional, we need to be better personally and, uh, and to be better personally, we need a good professional life as well. So it all sort of you know, evolves around the same thing. So personal and professional development for me is, is practically the same concept. But it's this whole idea that if we are in the personal or professional development industry and we're wanting to, air quotes, save people, we, that's the reason why we got into it. Because we got into it because we wanted to help people. We wanted to save people from financial problems. We wanted to save people from relationship challenges. We wanted to save people from depression. We wanted to save people from whatever the outcome or the desire of you starting to be the coach or consultant that you are, that is the ultimate purpose, that you wanted to 
air quotes, save people. And so for today's analogy, for today's metaphor, let's just go with the concept that you helping people is you saving them. I know it's, I know it's a little bit, it comes across a little bit egotistical, but I don't mean it in that way. I mean it just to be in line with the lifesaver metaphor that lifesavers are there to save lives. And we as coaches and consultants in the personal and professional development industry are there to, to help or save people from a particular problem. So before we actually get deeper into some practical strategies or application that we can learn from this metaphor, let me ask you a question. And I know this is kind of rhetorical because you can't quite answer me back. I'd love for you to keep this in your thoughts as we go through this podcast, as we work through this metaphor and how we can learn to help save people. What is it that you want to save people from? Like I mentioned before, is it bad debt? Is it finances? Is it a bad relationship? Do you want to save people from having a bad business? Do you want to save people from failing in a business? Do you want to save people? What is it that you want to save people from? For me, one of the things I really want to save people from is boring events and speeches. You know, the same old cookie cutter programs, the the overloaded information seminars that are f- f- pumping people through just so that people can make the the organizers can make money out of it. People are getting overloaded, overwhelmed with information, and they're just going repeatedly back to the same events over and over again almost like it's a drug because they're not actually getting their fix and so the thing that I wanted to save people from was I wanted to save people from being bored from being overloaded and from being overwhelmed from events and speeches and so what what is what is that thing that you want to save people from what's that challenge what's the problem that you believe that you have been put on the earth where you believe that your purpose now this may not be the end result like the, this may not be the open like the the main thing that you're aiming for in the big vision of your life but for me it it's just about what's the next thing So sometimes we get caught up and we get crippled because we think, well, I actually don't know what my big purpose is. Well, don't worry about it. What do you think the next thing is? What do you think that next thing is that you're called to save? Maybe it's just a family member. Maybe it's there to be supportive for a friend that's going through some troubles. Maybe that's it. So as I, as I talk about these things, I know I, I always talk big vision because I'm, I'm a futurist. I, I always look into the future. I'm a big vision person. But for me, it's about stepping back. It's about taking back control and sometimes looking at the smaller things to start the momentum going in the right direction. So if you don't have that big vision thing, don't worry, it's okay. Let's look forward. Let's look at, look at something else that is just a smaller step, not that it's less important, but it's just a smaller vision that you can achieve right now. So what is that problem that you're looking to solve or to save people from? Now, first of all, let's let's look at this analogy from the Lifesavers or from Baywatch and figure how we can then put ourselves in the best position to save people. Because wouldn't you agree that Lifesavers are definitely in the best position on the beach to, to be able to save people that are in trouble. They are in the best position. 
And that's what we need to do. We need to put ourselves in the best position. Position. So what can we learn from lifesavers? Well, first of all, like The Rock says in the movie, The Baywatch, in the, in the Baywatch movie, sorry, I stumbled over my words a little bit there. Uh, yes, I speak for a living and even I trip over my words. Um, and you, you'll notice this a lot uh, because I really want just these to be uh, casual. They not necessarily have to be so perfect and polished. It's just about getting ideas and thoughts out because I'm hoping to trigger something in your mind. Uh, these are not necessarily about perfection. These aren't about uh, the, the great depth that we could go into these topics. The reason why I share all my stories is simply so that maybe there's an idea that will then eventually trigger something in your mind that you go, uh-huh, now I know how that aligns with what I've been learning up until now, or that's the thing that will allow me to take the next step. But what can we learn from these lifesavers? Well, like in this speech, Mitch or The Rock says, we must sacrifice ourselves for something bigger. First of all, that problem must be about saving the other person not about us getting famous and I know I mentioned this a few times I, I this is a this is a concept that I repeat a lot because our intent must be for other people now the fame the success the accolades should almost be a byproduct to our original intent of wanting to help and wanting to serve people let me guarantee you, if you put that idea of your own fame, your own success to the side, you will eventually be famous and successful. Maybe not to the level of maybe a Brad Pitt or a Gary V or a Tony Robbins. Like, like It may not be to that, but you'll be famous in your own circles, in your own right. Now, let me share a, a specific example of how I was able to sacrifice to myself. Now, overall, as lifesavers, they sacrifice because they put in the time, they put in the energy, they they dedicate themselves to you know, not being the ones that are playing on the beach, but they're taking the time out to be the ones that are saving people that are playing on the beach. And obviously, all the people that are lifesavers, they love the beach, so they are sacrificing a little bit there. How did I sacrifice for this ultimate vision? I had... I had a successful coaching business, business coaching um, organization that was growing very well and building a quite stable foundation on the Gold Coast here in Australia. And when when I I got to a point where I felt that there was another level that I wanted to get into more speaking because I was using speaking to build my business so I was earning money from my speaking but I wasn't actually a professional speaker and I knew that there was a there was a next stage for me to to be able to step up and do even better with my events do even better with my speaking do even better with my coaching and I realized for me to do that I needed a sacrifice for me to be able to solve the problem of getting rid of boring boring events and boring speeches that I knew that I had to sacrifice my my success at that time my growth at that time my momentum that I had I knew I had to had to sacrifice that so that I could go into learning mode go into another atmosphere for me to be able to absorb and learn as much as I could from that new space because I'd, I'd almost learn as much as I could from that space and I realized if I really wanted to save people I needed to get better I needed to be on I was already 
at a let's say a good level i wanted it to be excellent you know and and everything was going well but i knew there was so much more so i gave up my my business i gave up my i had a beautiful apartment overlooking the gold coast and overlooking the beach i gave up that i went and lived with a um with a local with a with a, some friends uh, with some friends in their family i went almost couch surfed <laughs> luckily they had a spare bedroom and i stayed in their bedroom they offered it for me for free because they said they or because they knew that the next season of my life which i was going into to grow for a bigger vision for a bigger cause and they believed in that and so they supported me through that time so i i gave up that apartment went and lived with this family i gave up my business and went and volunteered full-time in a local church I gave up a relationship that I was in because I knew that that was not conducive to getting me to where I where the big vision was for me to be able to throw everything into sacrificing and learning. Now, what happened is I spent 12 months, which ended, I, I was going to give it 12 months, but it ended up being almost three years that I was in that space, that I was volunteering full-time for a local church. Why the local church? You know, I have a heart for the local church. But apart from that, let's look at the practical skills. A church is practically an event, and they run a minimum of three events each week. You know, youth youth on a Friday night, and usually two services on a Sunday. So there were three events that were being run. We ran regular regular community events we ran um you know evening events during the week where there was uh team meetings and leadership meetings and so there was we were running conferences so there was always events running also as a professional speaker there was an opportunity for me to speak on stage more regularly than i was in my business for that i know i like i started out at the bottom i literally started out at the bottom standing on the front door shaking hands standing out in the car park directing cars and i started out there for months and months and volunteered full-time i just i followed the the pastor of that church around everywhere he went went into every meeting listened to everything because i wanted to understand what it was like to be a leader of an organization that runs this many events i wanted to to get get around and and that opened up so many opportunities for me one we i was uh, then sent out to launch my my own uh, it's called a campus that i was in charge of that was a church that ran then uh, separately from from the main church and I was in charge of that, and that gave me so many skills in leadership. I was speaking every weekend. Actually, with that, there was sometimes I was I was speaking three, four, five times a week, and so you could imagine that because of that repetition, because of the exposure, I was growing so much in my speaking ability. But what happened out of this? Well, number one, I got introduced to pretty much the, probably the three foremost speakers here in Australia, and I built a personal relationship with them whenever they come to town we we connect we message we we're very very well connected i then got an opportunity to uh to be mentored by one of them to learn to grow that he's probably the most uh most prolific motivational speaker here in australia so because i served i got this opportunity and eventually an opportunity came from one of those to go and head up their speakers institute and so i moved and there was another sacrifice that i moved from the gold coast down to sydney 
And if you, if you know the two, I'm moving from the sunshine to the hustle. And I love it because I love to hustle. But that in itself was a sacrifice. Everything's more expensive. I had to pack everything up and move. So, But it was for an opportunity. And from that original sacrifice, I saw so much advantage and so much growth in my knowledge, in my experience, in my network and opportunities came from it. And one of the biggest opportunities was the fact that I gave up the other relationship and then I found my wife, the perfect woman for me. And it was because I sacrificed. And so if we want to sa- if we want to help save people, we must sacrifice too. Because this enabled me to get into rooms, get into meetings, be connected with people that I would never have been connected with if I hadn't have taken the time out to serve. So what is it that you're going to sacrifice? Are you going to sacrifice living fancy? Are you going to sacrifice eating out? Are you going to sacrifice coffee so you can invest in Facebook marketing? Are you going to sacrifice a little bit of time and, and, and delaying the start of your business so you can learn a little bit more so that you can be in a position? What are you going to sacrifice? So let's look at the lifesavers and a couple of more things because I just sort of touched on a topic that leads us straight into the next part, which is before a lifesaver can be a lifesaver, they must first understand or learn and get trained on how to be a lifesaver. Obviously, we can't step in and save someone. We can't help someone if we don't have the education, if we don't have the experience, if we don't have the qualifications. And I'm not necessarily talking about a piece of paper, but I'm just talking about the qualifications that, yes, you are an expert in the area which enables you to save someone. Now, if you're drowning on the beach, who would you prefer? Someone that's never learned how to swim or a lifesaver to come and save you? A lifesaver because they've been trained in CPR in first aid they un- they've been trained in in the way that the waves work in the beach and rips and tides and and swells and and all these sorts of things that that they know about but we don't and because we're not educated in that space so how are we meant to save someone if we don't get trained first and foremost so we must we must get trained before we go to try to save someone. So what is it that you're trying to save people from? If it's finance, then know everything about financial knowledge, budgeting, uh, all, all practical skills. Understand them and know them and be the expert in them because you don't want to be in the deep in the water and not know how to get out. You don't want a client asking you questions that you don't know the answers to. So if we are going to help people or we're going to save people first of all we must be trained the second is very similar that we must be healthy that it comes down to the training a lifesaver that you will notice that obviously all the lifesavers they look fit they 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 swim every day they run every day they work they work out they train hard so that they can be in peak physical condition so that they can save people that they can swim out in the rips in the tides in the waves and not get tired because if they don't have their health then they'll get dragged down with people that they're trying to save and the same with us if we're trying to save people let's let's use the example of finances 
if we're struggling in our own finances, if we don't have financial health and we're trying to help someone with their finances, we can never help save them because we're going to be dragged down with them. We're going to be caught up in their pity party. We're going to be caught up in the emotions of things because we're going to be too sympathetic to the fact that they're struggling because you're struggling and you can't physically get yourself out of that you know, financial health challenge without having financial health then you can't help someone else into financial health. So we need to make sure that we are healthy in whatever area it is. If, we are, if we're trying to save people from depression, we can't be depressed ourselves. We must have health in that particular area. And the third thing we can learn from lifesavers is one of the most notorious things that lifesavers have is those flags. They set those flags out on the beach, you know, those red and yellow flags for us to know where it is safe to swim. Just like as we are trying to save people, we must know. Now, how do the lifesavers do that? Because they are alert. They're paying attention. They're making sure people are swimming between those flags. They, they scan the environment before at the start of the day and set those flags up to know where it is safe. If we want to help save people, we must know where it's safe for them to swim, where it's safe for them to play, where it's safe. If we're teaching them Facebook ads, we need to know how it's safe, in air quotes, for them to be able to perform their Facebook ads. We must set up the parameters first of all. We must set through those, those key steps for them to be able to be safe for us to save them. We also need to be alert that if they're swimming outside of those flags, then we must be alert that we jump on straight away. So it's not a set and forget. If we want to save people, if we want to save people, as as Mitch or you know, The Rock said in the movie Baywatch, we have to sacrifice to our souls for something greater. But to be able to do that, first of all, we must get the training. We must be completely knowledgeable in that area. Secondly, we need to be healthy. That area, whatever we're trying to help save people in, we too must be healthy, completely healthy, elite healthy in that area. Otherwise, we won't be able to able to handle them. We won't be able to save them. And number three is we must set parameters, strict guidelines for them to follow so that they can be safe in achieving the goal in for us to be able to save them. And we need to be alert to see if they happen to swim outside of the flags. So I'm looking forward to you being a true lifesaver, to you being able to save not only hundreds, but thousands, maybe even millions, you'll be able to save through sacrificing to, your, to the greater good, not being about yourself, but being about the other person, by getting training, by being healthy, by setting parameters. Thank you so much for listening to this Just Cause audio. Join us on the next one where we take another metaphor from an everyday event, movie, or TV show so that we can learn to become better communicators, entrepreneurs, or just all-round better people. Why? Just Cause.